everybody. Welcome to Points of Articulation, episode 197. I'm your host, Justin Chang, and with me is Phil Theobald. Mm, hello. How you doing, Phil? Oh, you know, fine. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you know. Not so great. Yeah, well, no, I'm, 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 I'm okay. I'm doing okay. Okay. I'm, I'm on a, I just started a low-fiber uh, diet. Hmm. Today. Today we are recording on May 12th. Be with you. Yes. And also with you. Did, you. did Mark Hamill, did he continue doing his wacky? <laughs> he probably did. I haven't looked lately. But... Yeah, Mark Mark Hamill, uh, who you may know as uh, the voice of the Joker on, uh, on the Batman uh, animated series. Uh, he uh, he's, he's a bit of a Star Wars fan. What a so nerd. He, I know, right? So he, uh, on his Twitter, has been uh, doing little May the 4th jokes every day. And yes, he did. I, I just looked up his Twitter account. Uh, May the 12th bring good health, great wealth, and a strong sense of self to the elf on the shelf. Hmm. So there you go. Mark Hamill goes above and beyond. True. So there you go. He obviously learned from your past mistakes. <laughs> must be what it is. Speaking of past mistakes, yeah, let's get right into it. Okay, KB Toys. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Very nice segue. Uh, KB Toys. Uh, so the CEO of the new KB Toys, mm-hmm. uh, Elia Kasoff, uh-huh. uh, had a presentation at a convention called PlayCon. Oh, okay. Uh, Toy Associations uh, convention, apparently. Okay. Um, so here are the, the highlights about the uh, KB Toy Stores that are apparently happening. Uh, so 300 to 400 KB pop-up stores will open during the 2018-2019 holiday season as a Ooh. quick way to test each market. Uh, I'm reading from a uh, TFW 2005 story. Yeah. Uh, and the best performing of those pop-ups will be reviewed in early 2019 for potential expansion to one of the larger permanent stores. And they're planning to do about 600 to 800 permanent stores. Wow. That's a uh, pretty, uh, pretty, uh, well, there's a word. <laughs> there's a word that uh-huh. I'm looking for to describe uh, what that is. Uh, You're hoping they don't uh, choke on their ambitions. <laughs> yes, as as Darth Vader always says, I hope they don't choke on their ambitions. No, that it's it's very uh, uh I I don't want to say aggressive of them. It's pretty. Aggressive. I mean that's it, but it seems like a lot of stores. That six to eight hundred stores seems like a lot of stores for them to to open up uh, potentially. I hope it doesn't. Uh, but like you said, I I hope they don't choke on their ambitions. Um, a mall organization called Simon is mm-hmm. uh, interested or was interested in the uh, LinkedIn post that went out a while back. And yeah. uh, Simon is now an investor in this new KB Toys. Oh, okay. Uh, banks, outside investors, and private equity are not involved in this version of KB Toys. Oh, okay. That's uh, well. That's 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 kind of what killed Toys R Us, right? And banks and yes, and that's also what killed KB Toys. And, oh, oh yeah. Well, it's the same. 
It's it was, the same group, right? Yeah, Bane Capital. Yeah, ba- boy, that Bane. He causes trouble for Gotham. Mm-hmm. Causes trouble for uh, Toy Stores. He, Toy Stores Reckoning. You know what I think he would have to say about this? What's that? Well, probably something very rude. It's true. Because he likes uh, likes destroying toys. I will see KV Toys burn again, Mr. Wayne. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Uh, and then uh, there's this note, a special interest to collector communities, a dedicated, quote, toy nerd, unquote, in each store will help buyers with in-store hot off-the-delivery truck purchases, along with events like meet-and-greet autograph sessions with toy designers. Hmm. That seems excessive. Yeah. I... That seems un- really unnecessary. Yeah, it... it, it... I mean, I guess there's a novelty factor of having KB Toys renewed and 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 brought back to life, certainly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I get that they want to try and attract the 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 adult collector crowd because it's 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 more money. It's it's a it's a new audience. And but um, I don't. Is that necessary? Nah. I would think most collector communities or most people in a collector community is is already tuned in enough with the the industry to know what the you know that the hot toys are and stuff that they don't need to have a a dude working at each store mm-hmm. saying oh we just got these the 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 new uh funko pops yeah <laughs> yeah you know that's what it's going to be too i was going to say uh hot wheels but i think you're actually probably a little more accurate but um yeah i don't know that that seems a little much i mean I, again i get that they're going for the trying to get the the adult collector crowd but eh, i don't know we'll see um and do people care about getting autographs of toy designers and stuff like that no i mean <laughs> i mean you and i we're big nerds we're big toy nerds right mm-hmm. i don't i you know, i love transformers I don't care who who designed a Transformers toy. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the I mean that it sounds terrible because I you know I I I probably should. Like if there's a Transformers toy that I really like, I should probably care about who designed it. Uh just because they obviously worked hard to create a, a great toy, but uh I just I don't I don't care and it, it's like the the same thing with uh Lego sets. I mean, Lego sets, there's obviously some brilliant, brilliant Lego sets out there. Mm -hmm. And Lego does, uh, they do those uh, designer videos. Like if you go to to Lego's YouTube channel, they will have designer videos where the designers of the sets will show off the one of the newer sets and show off some of the play features and talk about how they designed it and stuff. And those are interesting videos, to be sure. I enjoy watching those uh, Lego designer videos. Uh, but I, I don't have any desire to say get one of my Lego sets autographed by one of the designers. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there is a a, a market for that, but I can't imagine it'd be a very large one if there is. Well, that's just it. That's just it. And and again, we are both pretty big toy nerds, and we don't care. So, so clearly, how could anyone else? <laughs> 
<laughs> it's an interesting idea, but it's one that I view as unnecessary. So. Yeah. How? What? What? What do you think the odds are of uh, KB Toys coming back and actually surviving? Mm, not very good. I, yeah. I mean, I hate to be pessimistic about this because I would love to see KB return and thrive. But yeah, I just I I don't know. I'm not feeling it. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll I see. mean, I hope. I hope. Yeah, I hope as well. Uh, Transformers. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Takara Tomy's Studio Series Wave Two. Uh, there's some uh, the, some the figures in this wave have been shown off. These are the the Studio Series is the new line of figures based on all the movies. All the all the Michael Bay movies. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, they're they're like the definitive versions of yeah these characters. Yeah, they're like they're new molds, and and they're kind of the idea is that they're like the most screen accurate and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, there's Jazz. Okay. Who was only in the first movie. Right. I don't think you can separate him in half. <laughs> that would be a very interesting feature. Yeah. If if he had like a little peg in his waist so you mm-hmm. could rip him in two. Yeah. Spoiler alert for the <laughs> two, 2007, I believe, uh, Transformers film. Uh, Jazz gets ripped in half. And then Optimus just goes, oh, Jazz. <laughs> oh, oh, I miss him so much. Let me just dump his body in this <laughs> in this ditch here and we'll go home. Uh, Megatron. Uh, yes. Uh, and this is, uh, Revenge of the Fallen Megatron, I believe. Yes. Where he, he turns into a tank. Cybertronian tank. Yes. And he has like a, in robot mode, he has kind of a, a little scrawny, uh, fiddly arm and then like a big bulky gun arm. Mm-hmm. So. Not my favorite of the movie Megatrons, but. No. The hobo with the shotgun Megatron is the best. Yeah, I agree. Uh, lockdown. Okay. From uh, movie four. I want to say yes, yes, movie yeah. four. Yeah, the the they all the, blend together right now. They so. really do. That's see, that's the problem with the. I mean, we could we could talk for a couple hours about the problems with the Michael <laughs> Transformers movies. But one one of the problems is that they are they're they're so they're also convoluted and loud and messy that they all just start to blend together. Mm-hmm. And and I have a have trouble kind of keeping them apart. Uh especially like once you get into like because there's five, right? There's yes, five. There's five. Three, four, and five are all a blur to me. Yeah. You know, I think the Dinobots showed up in four. Yes. 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 And they showed up a little bit in five, but not much. And they were like baby Dinobots. In they five. were, yeah, for some, it, for like in a scene. Mm-hmm. It was just like one scene with baby Dinobots in number five. And then they, they were, they were, were never referred to again. And it's like, how did, uh, where, where did they come? I don't know. Oh, what a mess. But lockdown. Lockdown. He's from, he's from movie four. He was kind of a cool character. He was, he was like the, the bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. And his face turned into a gun. Yeah. I don't see his, uh, gun face in this toy. Yeah. Though. It doesn't look like, yeah. But, uh, it's a cool looking toy though. Mm-hmm. He's got a, I, I, I do not know what kind of car he turns into. He turns into some sort of Lamborghini. 
Is it a Lamborghini? Yep. Okay. So it's like one of it's like a newer Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. When I when see this is I know nothing about cars at all. So when when uh, you say Lamborghini to me, I picture like G one Sunstreaker. Uh you picture the Countach. Yes, that that in my head is a Lamborghini. So when I look at lockdown and you say that's a Lamborghini, I just oh okay, must be. I mean, it's clearly a new one. It's it's what it's you know whatever model of car Lamborghini's making these days. But okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a cool looking toy. Uh, last up is Brawl. Ah, yes, from the, the first uh, movie. Yes, the the tank, mm-hmm. the the Earth tank. Yes, yeah. And he's a is this a leader class toy? I would guess so. Yeah, I think because they they did a leader class brawl years and years ago. Actually, I think probably around the time of the first movie, since that would make the most sense. But okay, so yeah, there's a there's brawl. Brawl shows up in the first movie and growls and shoots a few things and then gets blown up somehow. He's the one that they had the subtitles where he was Devastator. Yeah, that's right. Because Michael Bay liked the name Devastator and didn't care what character it was attached to. Mm-hmm. So in the in the actual film, he is ref- he refers to himself, I believe. He says, oh, Devastator checking in or reporting for duty or something. Right. So, yeah. But all the toys and, and every other piece of fiction. Hasbro was like, no, no, no. This is... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then, of course, in the second movie... Uh, the actual Devastator shows up. The Constructicon uh, Combiner Devastator shows up. And he's just referred to as Devastator there as well. Man, that second movie. What a mess. Oh, boy. I mean, I still think... I mean, movie five is terrible. Movie five is really bad. But I still think that, that Revenge of the Fallen, the second movie, I still think that one's worse. Probably. I think it is. Um, Again, not to... Uh, movie... Eight, uh, the last night movie five was last night. Yes. Yeah. Not to say the last night is any good because it is not. It is. It is terrible. It did but... make me laugh when Optimus Prime called himself Nemesis Prime. <laughs> but it wasn't supposed to make you laugh. That's the thing. That wasn't one of the jokes. Yeah. But when we saw that movie together, <laughs> we both laughed at that part. Yep. We, t- we both turned and had a very hearty knowing chuckle. And I am Nemesis Prime. <laughs> so on the nose. So terrible. Um, but movie two is worse. Movie two is worse. Yeah. But, uh, you know, these, 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 I, I have no interest in the studio series. Uh, they look nice. Uh, for people who are fans of the Michael Bay movie designs, and there, there must be some out there. Uh, these look really nice. Mm hmm. You know, the, the robot modes look great. The vehicle modes look great. Um, I have no idea, you know, what the, the transformation schemes are like, uh, to, to know if they're any fun to transform or anything, but they do look good in both modes. So if you like them, more power to you. Yeah. And if you want, uh, something a little more G1, mm-hmm. there's some masterpiece transformer toys coming. Ooh. Uh, specifically, mm-hmm. uh, MP29 plus. Ooh, shockwave or laser wave in Japan, Ooh. and uh, MP thirty six plus uh, Megatron. Uh, these plus versions are mm-hmm. uh, repaints of the existing masterpiece toys. They're repaints to be more uh, toy accurate. 
Oh, cool. So yeah, I know um with with the shockwave, the masterpiece shockwave, uh or or like you said, laser wave if we're using his Japanese name, uh a lot of people complained that the masterpiece toy was a little too lavender mm-hmm. in color. It was kind of a pale purple as opposed to that kind of kind of bright uh crayon purple that uh shockwave is in the cartoon stuff. So this one uh more uh uh, it, it's it's more uh, colored to be that way. It's it's that darker, deeper purple. Mm-hmm. And usually, yeah. I go for animation accuracy, but in this case, I prefer the toy uh, shock accuracy of this shockwave. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I I bought the original masterpiece shockwave uh, just because I like shockwave, and I had uh, no problem with the. Uh, with the kind of lavender purple. I thought it actually looked pretty nice. This looks nice too. Don't get me wrong. But, um, considering that, uh, it's, it's going for like 200 bucks. Yes. <laughs> and I think I paid maybe 120 for my masterpiece shockwave. Was shockwave I, that cheap? I thought it was 150 uh, at least. Oh, maybe, maybe I did pay 150. Maybe I did. I think he's on sale now for like 120. That's probably where I'm getting that. Like if you go to to Big Bad Toy Store uh and and look up Masterpiece Shockwave, which I am doing right now. Yeah, uh, oh yeah, he's on he's on sale right now. The original Masterpiece Shockwave is 120 on on Big Bad Toy Store or you can pre-order uh the new Dark purple shockwave for two hundred and ten. All right, pre-ordering now. <laughs> so if you know, if you really don't like <laughs> the uh, the pale purple shockwave, you can spend an extra ninety bucks and get your uh, your dark purple shockwave. Perfect. Which you know, I'm not gonna not gonna poo poo anyone who wants to, but uh, I am perfectly content with mine. And yeah, I think you're right. I, I probably paid like one fifty or something for him. But um, it's a it's a good toy. Yeah, I've heard good things about. It. I don't have Masterpiece Shockwave, but uh, yeah, if this one were cheaper, I would be much more tempted to get this one. Right. Um. Yeah, and then uh, the Megatron, uh, Masterpiece Megatron, uh, has a new head. Oh, has the iconic chest details. Oh, cool. Uh, the ability to mount his gun barrel on his hip. And oh, uh, nice. A few other toy accurate paint details, according to this article. That's cool. Yeah, he's pretty cool looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely looks more uh, like the G1 toy. Yeah. To be sure. So, that's cool. I haven't... Have you... What's what's the verdict on this? Because uh, this is the newer Masterpiece Megatron toy, right? Right. Because there was one that came out years ago it was that was apparently... Terrible. Right. Yeah. Uh, is this one any better? Or? This one is supposedly... Much better, but also super complex. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. More of a display piece than, right. than a let's swap it back and forth between modes a lot and play with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, it's a masterpiece toy. They're kind of meant for display anyway, so. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I dig them. Um, another masterpiece, Redeco. Mm-hmm. Uh, MP42 Cordon. Which is a repaint of MP39 oh. Sunstreaker. 
this is, of course, a robot version of James Corden. Exactly. Uh, the late night talk show host, uh, uh, British comedian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He yeah, transforms so. into Peter Rabbit. <laughs> Was he the voice of Peter Rabbit? Yeah. In that movie? Okay. No, so this is, um, this is based on Diaclone Sunstreaker, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, the Sunstreaker toy originally uh, in Diaclone, which was pre-Transformers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a black and white uh, police car because, okay. you know, the police, they had Lamborghinis. <laughs> and, yeah, and again, kind of it, 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 going back to what I was saying. Yeah, this is uh, the Lamborghini that I think of when I think of uh, the word Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. And yeah, police departments have all the funding for... Uh, for all their officers to, to drive around <laughs> in Lamborghini Countaches. Is that the? Yeah. 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 Which makes perfect, perfect sense. Um, you know, I, I buy the, the Diaclone repaints. So I, yeah, I, you gotta I, get this. Right? I gotta get this one. It's, it's not awesome. cheap though. What, uh, what are they saying? Uh, I, I don't remember what it retails for in Japan, but on Big Bad, it was something crazy, and I was not very happy about it. Oh, really? Let's see. Oh, here it is. One thirty nine. Yep. One hundred and forty bucks. That's a lot. It's, yeah, and this it's is not a big masterpiece toy. Yeah, that's the thing, because like the uh, like the the masterpiece, uh, like Shockwave and Megatron and the Optimus Prime. Masterpieces are all pretty large toys. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the jets, you know, the Seekers, Starscream, and and his buddies. Those are all pretty large toys. Uh, but the Autobot cars are not huge. I mean, they're not. They're maybe like a Voyager size. Yeah, maybe, maybe a little between Deluxe and Voyager. Yeah, I would say between those two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hundred forty bucks is a, a pretty good chunk of change for not a huge toy yeah i imagine this will be like the other diaclone repaints where they're not very popular so they go down in price right and i can get it uh at a discount nice uh but yeah i mean i'm gonna get this one eventually of course uh last up for masterpiece transformers mp43 beast wars megatron oh nice man this toy looks great yeah they they just have a a gray prototype of him so far mhm in but uh, boy. robot mode and uh, yes yeah it looks fantastic looks really nice <laughs> yeah he's got the kind of ridiculous uh one arm is a is the t-rex tail uh, the other arm is is the T Rex head, but it looks great. I mean, it looks just like the show model. Mm-hmm. Looks really nice. This is gonna look great when he's painted. I hope he comes with a little rubber duck. Oh, he has to. the The masterpiece toys are usually pretty good about including a, a, an occasional silly accessory. You know. Yeah, well, uh, what was it? The original Megatron masterpiece came with Kremzeek. Yeah, little, that's right. Little Energon Gremlin, uh, and like they'll come with uh, you know, some of the the little human characters from the old G one show. Uh, the masterpiece Grimlock in Japan came with like an apron and a serving tray with drinks that's true that, that which was... <laughs> which was that was that was a, a reference to like one episode of the old g1 show and it was kind of a it was a gag in the show 
So they they did it with the masterpiece toy. So I would I would not be surprised at all if this guy comes with uh, a little rubber ducky. Man, so. this Megatron looks great. It does look nice. Are you going to get him? Uh, it's going to be very pricey, so probably it... <laughs> not. I mean, it's bigger than Dinobot, and Dinobot's an expensive toy. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, it looks great, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess if I were to get any Beast Wars Masterpiece toys, it would have to be Optimus and Megatron. Right. But I, I don't know. I don't need these in my life. <laughs> It's 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 a road you're gonna go down, and you know you don't want to have to suddenly like oh I gotta get all the masterpiece Beast Wars. Yeah, I mean so. I already committed to Diaclone, and that was a huge right. mistake. <laughs> this is true. Um, and I want to spend money on Lego, of course. Hmm. Lego ideas first 2018 review. Oh, the sets are, uh, they're up, uh, the ones that Lego themselves are going to review and approve or, you know, not approve. Uh, right. So the ones up for review are, uh, the Embraer A29 Super Tucano. Okay. It's a, it's a jet. It's a plane. It's, a, yeah, it's, a it's plane. an airplane from Smoke Squadron, apparently. Uh, yeah, that one's not, not getting picked. No, I I can't. Planes, jets, picked. they don't get picked. No, they don't. Uh, and also the SR-71A, the final flight, the Blackbird uh, jet. Yes. This one also yes. not going to get selected. No, no. It's cool looking. It is nice. Yeah. It could be a X-Men tie-in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And this is uh, this is what Jetfire turns into. In the again the second uh, Transformers movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Blackburn. Yeah. So, but yeah, I can't see that getting picked either. Nah. Uh treehouse, but yep. it's not just any treehouse. It's like a big fancy treehouse. No, it's it's a it's a look. It looks like a, a modular tree <laughs> treehouse just because of the the detail and stuff. It looks like a chunk of uh, Ewok Village, actually. Yeah, I could see that because it's because it's a big tree. It's a giant brick built tree it's really nice looking actually it's a really cool looking set um so you have this giant brick built tree and then there are these uh you know the it's it's not like a little kids tree house you know just a a, a cube made out of two by fours it's kind of i mean they look kind of like the little ewok huts yeah you know they're kind of a uh, circular in design and it's you know, really cool looking it will not be selected i can't see it getting picked either uh, Stitch mm-hmm. from Lilo and Stitch. Yep. Uh, this is kind of like a wall E sized, uh, Stitch. Yeah. He's got a little, a bunch of, uh, little ball joints on him so you can move his arms and legs. And I think you might even be able to open and close his mouth. Yeah. It looks like it. Yeah. I think maybe even his ears might be, uh, posable. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't, they did say, it, it, it remind me of the rules. Did they say that like any sets based on licenses that they already have the rights to will not be picked? I believe uh, they definitely said that. And then I, be, I was trying to think if Disney is involved with that because right. they did the Tron one. Oh, geez. Yeah. Cause you're, yeah. Cause I was thinking, oh yeah. Cause they have their deals with Disney, but they did do Tron. 
So this one, I think of all of these, is the most likely. If any of these are going to get picked, it will probably be Stitch. I agree with you, actually, yeah. Uh, this this particular wave, spoiler alert, I I don't see any of these getting picked necessarily, but I think if any of them have a chance, it's going to be Stitch. Yeah. So... Yeah, I guess uh yeah, the 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 fact that they did the Tron set kind of gives us precedence that they will consider a Disney license. Um maybe maybe because it's you know, like you know, I mean they've already said basically like we're not going to do any Star Wars sets right. because we have the rights to Star Wars and we just we do our own line of Star Wars sets. Uh but I guess Disney quote unquote does not count as a license. Yeah, I guess not. So, so it's like cuz cuz they do uh like Cinderella sets and they do Frozen sets and they do like Mulan sets and stuff. So if I made like a a Frozen set, they're not going to do it cuz they already do Frozen sets. Mm-hmm. But they don't do Lilo and Stitch Stitch sets. So that kind of falls under the window of of it's okay, I guess. Yeah. Same with Tron. Okay. Uh, modular arcade, which is definitely not happening. No. I don't modular. know why there's so many modulars. Every time. Yeah. They're never going to get selected. I mean, it's cool. I, I love seeing these modulars that that the fans come up with. Yeah. And they're they're always great looking. And they're always stuff that I would really enjoy having. <laughs> Especially this arcade, I mean. Oh, yeah, for sure. But it's just, it's it's too large of a set. Mm-hmm. It's too large. They they wouldn't. I mean, they would they would sell a, a ton of them certainly, but probably not enough to to justify it. Yeah. Uh, I am Amelia Earhart. Yep. Which is which is licensed, and that's a licensed set. Because mm-hmm. um, it's 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 not just a, an Amelia Earhart set. I mean, it is. It's a it's a little biplane and a little minifigure of Amelia Earhart, but it's specifically based on there's a line of children's books uh called I Am Blank. And, you know, with some historical figure uh in there. And they're, you know, like kind of cutesy, uh chibi-fied cartoonish versions of you know, like Amelia Earhart or Albert Einstein or or whoever. Uh, and you know, that's, it's a little kid's biography of these characters. So this set is based on this line of children's books, which it's a cute idea, but it's kind of an obscure license. And I don't think it's, it's not like a license that's probably going to get a lot of people in the stores. Yeah. So. It's not a widely recognizable license for, especially exactly. for older collectors. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I, did you know it was based on a line of children's books? I did not. Yeah, see. <laughs> and you, and you keep up on the, the Lego idea set. So you've seen this set countless times, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And you didn't realize where it came from. The only reason I know is because I have a kid and, you know, I was a teacher for a couple of years. So I, I'm, you know, I'm, I, I, I'm around children's books. Right. So, so. Uh, I do know this next license. What's that? Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh, uh, is that that thing where the people talk while I'm trying to watch a movie? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's annoying. <laughs> you just want to watch the movie. <laughs> I'm just trying to sit back and watch some cool sci-fi movie, and then I have these people uh, trying to, to crack jokes over it. It's ridiculous. It's very rude. Now, uh, MST3K set is an uh, awesome idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I, part of me would think that this set would get seriously considered uh, just because it, I mean, MST3K does have a, a pretty devoted fan base, uh, a fan base that would probably almost one-to-one purchase this set. Right. Um, but I, I have a feeling that Lego's going to pass on it. Uh, I think they might be a little gun shy about slightly obscure, uh, licensed sets. Cause I, like, I don't think the Adventure Time set did very well for them. Right. You know, that, like, that, I mean, and Adventure Time uh, certainly has a bigger, wider audience than MST3K. Yeah. And, that set didn't do that well, as far as I know. Like, I, I saw it go on, on clearance a lot and, and that sort of thing. And I don't even know how well the, the Yellow Submarine set did for them. Yeah, I don't think Yellow Submarine did that well either. And, I mean, that's the friggin' Beatles, man. Yeah, but that's not Doctor Who. Yeah, that's true. The di- Yeah, the Doctor Who's... How did the doc- Doctor Who set do for them? I mean, must have it done probably, pretty well. Yeah. I, it was sold out pretty quickly. Yeah, that's true. And I certainly never saw that on clearance or anything. So, well, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I would, I would love for this to happen. I would, too. As a fan of the series. but I would, too. Although, you know what I do have to say? I'm not that big on the set. Yeah, this set itself is not great. I mean, I get what... Because it, it, it's, it's the... For anyone who's seen Mystery Science Theater 3000... Which you should all see because it's it's a very funny show. Um, it it's the uh, the corridor uh, that leads from the the main room that we see Joel or Mike or uh, or Jonah in. Uh, Jonah and then conspicuously absent in the sun. That's true. Although I would imagine that if they actually did do it, Jonah would get a figure. Just because I mean he's the new face of MST. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the series of doors that leads into the theater, mm-hmm. which is which is clever, but it doesn't make for a very interesting to look at set. Right. It's like I, if I look at it straight on, it's like okay, there's the 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 door in the background and the desks where where uh, you know the humans and the bots hang out before the movie. So it's a very familiar looking set. But then you just have a series of doors lined up behind it. And it's like you can't really see them that well because they're sort of hiding each other. And then when you get to the very back, there's like a, a, a facade of a movie screen. And again, you can't like get into it and play with it or anything. So it's it's kind of a kind of a crummy set. Yeah. Now that you mention that, it's probably the biggest strike against this set is that yeah. there's no nothing to play with. Right. And it's and and again, just because of the the design of it, it there's nothing really to look at, mm-hmm. you know, because it's it's just a bunch of doors, just kind of flat facade doors, kind of stacked up behind each other. 
Yeah. So they're they're sort of blocking each other's view and yeah, it's just not an interesting set to look at, certainly not an interesting set to play with. So it's kind of like yeah. yeah. You know, if you have a Lego set and <laughs> it's not fun to to actually play with or that cool to put on a shelf and have as a display piece, then what's the the purpose of it? So, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But I would love to have a MST3K set. Oh, I would too. For sure. Uh, so next one, definitely not going to happen for many reasons. <laughs> it's the uh, Acclimator class assault ship from uh, Star Wars. What what uh what Star Wars is this from? Uh, it was a big part of the Clone Wars during the first Battle of Geonosis, according to this. Okay, so it's a fan article. So it's a, it's a prequel because I mean it looks like a Star Destroyer. Mm-hmm. It's like a modified Star Destroyer, but it's from the the prequel. Yeah, trilogy where where the where the good guys had the uh, star destroyer looking ships. Yep. So it's very large. So that's like strike one. <laughs> yeah, and it's Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, strike two. Yeah, not gonna happen. Well, strike two and three, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the Flintstones. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's the Flintstones set. Uh, this, I mean. You know, I guess I could see it happening, but I don't think it's, it's very likely. It's a cute looking set. It is. It's it's a little uh, a kind of mini version of the Flintstones house. Uh and the the designer did a really nice job of of recreating the sort of uh tilted angles uh that comprise the Flintstones house. It it looks really nice. It's got the of course the very iconic uh Flintstones car. Uh, and then a little uh, welcome to bedrock sign. And then you got uh, the Flintstone family and you got the rebels mm-hmm. as minifigures. So it's a, it's a really cute set. Um, and if you remember in Lego dimensions, there's actually a hidden area where you go to bedrock. Hmm. There's, there is actually, yeah, it's, it's, I forget the method to get there, what you have to do, but, uh, yeah, you can uh there's a there's a little bedrock area that you can go to in Lego Dimensions. So it's like you know, kind of ties into that, but but man, kids kids don't know what the Flintstones are. Yeah, you blew my mind talking about Flintstones vitamins. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was such yeah. a huge part of my childhood. Oh yeah, well same here. I mean, I watched I watched the Flintstones uh growing up. Uh, you know, back in the eighties, uh, Flintstones was still in pretty regular syndication. So it was, it was not hard to see Flintstones. I watched a lot of Flintstones, ate a lot of fruity pebbles, ate a lot of Flintstones vitamins. Um, but kids today have no idea. Like my son, my son likes fruity pebble cereal, but he has no idea who that caveman on the front of fruity pebbles is, <laughs> you know? He sees Flintstones vitamins. He just thinks that, oh, this, this caveman, this Flintstone guy is, you know, is, is just from the vitamins <laughs> because Flintstones is not on uh, TV that, that much, or, you know, you have to kind of really go out of your way to look for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that, uh, you know, there's not a, enough of, I mean, it's because the kids don't care about Flintstones and I don't think there's a, a huge market of, 
of of adult fans who are like, oh, I got to go get that Flintstone set. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, this is it's a really cute set. It looks really nice, but I just don't see the interest for it. Yeah, I don't see it happening. Yeah. Uh, last one, uh, also very cool, but don't see it happening, is the uh, Vintage Motorcycle, a BMW R60 slash 2. Yes. It's a vintage BMW motorcycle. It looks really nice. It's a really yeah, nice it model. Uh, I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. Um, What, what was it? They've They've only done one Lego Ideas vehicle right uh they did the caterum uh car yeah yeah was there a plane did they do a, a ideas plane or no uh there was a creator plane that uh, okay. i don't think it was an ideas plane though okay yeah so the idea is they just did that one car it doesn't seem to be like like lego has because it seems like every time we get one of these reviews there's always a couple really nice models of a plane or a car or a motorcycle or something and they're always super well done, and they always look really, really nice, but Lego never picks up on them. Mm-hmm. You know, there was that one time, but that was that was it. So I just, just kind of based on that, I don't see this happening. Yeah, so if any of them are going to happen, it's probably Stitch. Yeah. but Which, I mean, it looks cool. I'll buy it. I mean, it, yeah, it does look cool, but I have a feeling that none of these are going to get picked. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me either. And we've had that happen before, mm-hmm. where where none of the uh, sets were were chosen. So, again, that is that is not without precedent. So we'll see. Uh, Lego Creator. There's a, there's a big Lego Creator set coming. Ah, the fairgrounds theme continues. Yes, it does. Lego Creator roller coaster. Oh man, it looks amazing. Oh boy, does it? Does it ever? It, yeah. It's this... that that uh, designer video really sold me on it. But uh, did, it, did it actually sell you on it? No, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna buy it. No, I'm not this... gonna spend three hundred seventy nine dollars and ninety nine cents on this set. Yeah, four four thousand one hundred twenty four pieces. Yeah, that's it. So I it's... mean, it's a great price per piece. Yeah, it's it's. <sighs> I might end up buying it, dude. Um, it is a really nice looking set. It is a gorgeous set. I mean, it's it's huge too. It's super tall. It's like a couple base plates wide, uh, you know, and it goes up really high. And it's a functioning roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And you can add the power functions to it. So. Yeah, you can get yeah, plug um, plug the motor into it, and it'll it'll run by itself. I might break down and get this, dude. You have get, until uh, May 16th if you want it right away because oh, uh, you're yeah. a Lego VIP member. Comes out this week. <laughs> I'm not getting it this week. I don't have the money for it this week. Uh, Non-VIP members can pick it up June 1st. Yes. Um, but, boy, it looks oh, it looks beautiful. And, yeah, the, the designer video really uh, helped sell it to me. Um, I just have to find some room because... It's you huge. know, I got yeah. It's well, it's huge, and I have, I have the detective agency, the modular detective agency. I got the modular diner, which are both pretty large. I have the Ninjago City set, which is huge, and uh, 
and this thing uh, looks like it's going to dwarf all of those. Mm-hmm. So I got to try and find some room. I got to get a display case or something. But I, uh, I like this uh, assortment of minifigs, although there, there are two people with yellow shirts, and that's all. Yeah, yeah as we've great. discussed. Yeah. 11 minifigures in this set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's like an old guy. Yeah, just a couple regular uh, folk. I like the dude who's about to vomit. Yes, you got the the throw up v face. You got a you got a kid. You got a little kid uh, with a sad expression because she is uh, too short to ride the ride, <laughs> which is kind of cute because they they have one of those uh, "you must be this tall to ride" signs uh, that she is not tall enough. Sadly, really like that cotton candy machine. Yes. Yeah, you just got a little cotton candy cart, uh, and they're using the new uh, beehive piece as uh, they got uh, pink beehives to uh, act as cotton candy. It's perfect. It it actually is, it works really well. So, and there's a little uh, juice stand as well uh, to where you can get a, a drink after you're eating your cotton candy. Yeah, and a little photo booth after you've uh Oh yeah. Been on the ride. Yeah, cuz they got the uh, camera set up on the uh on the uh roller coaster like when you're going down one of the hills or something like that. Oh, that's a bummer. It's so many stickers. It's a lot of stickers. Crater stuff's not supposed to have stickers. I know, right? Yeah, like the the sign of the juice bar is a sticker and the cotton candy cart has a sticker on it and looks like there's a map of the amusement park that is a sticker that's yeah that stinks Uh, i really like the uh, brick built coaster though the yeah the the logo yeah it's like i guess the name of the roller coaster is just coaster but yeah it's got uh, the all the letters are are brick built uh on the side of the uh coaster uh scaffolding and everything Ah, it's a beautiful looking set. And it works. It's a functioning roller coaster. It's got all the gears and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. I really want this. I, I'll, I'm probably going to crack. I want to be there when you buy it. Yeah, well, I'm sure you will be. Ugh, ugh, I have to haul that home. <laughs> that's, the, that's the problem of uh, walking to work and then having uh, our, our job be... Uh, walking distance from a Lego store is when uh, it's just easier to walk over to the Lego store and buy whatever you want, but then I have to walk at home. Yep. Yeah. So, but uh, no, it's pretty cool. Um, I was going to talk about the other Lego creator sets, but I actually want to talk about this other big set because you had mentioned the Ninjago City. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lego Ninjago movie Ninjago City Docks. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Why'd you remind me of this? Ugh. Yeah, so there's a new set 70657 Ninjago City Docks. Basically, it's an expansion for the Ninjago City set. Yep. And it's it's really nice looking. It's really cool. It's not because like the the Ninjago City set. It's kind of like a almost like a little downtownish area because there's so many little shops. It's like you know multi stories. There's a ton of shops packed into it, front and back. Uh, so this set's a little more spread out. It doesn't look as 
kind of claustrophobic as Ninjago City. But you have a, a really nice looking dock. You have the again that that tiled water that looked so beautiful in the Ninjago City set. But again, you have a a couple. Uh, there's like a market, and uh, looks like some little apartments and stuff like that. It looks really nice, and it's clearly made to plug into your Ninjago City set. Yep. So. Ugh. <laughs> Uh, it's going to have a suggested retail price of 249 euros. Oh, jeez. Oh, so according to the Brick fan, it'll be around 290 bucks US. Jeez, jeez. Do I really want to get on the hook for a $400 roller coaster and another $300 Ninjago City set? I mean, you have Ninjago City. I do, but I mean, yeah. I I can't tell if that is a, an argument for or against buying this. Uh, this for, of course. <laughs> of course we we enable is. each other. That's the whole of point. Of course, of course it is. Because it could have just as easily have been. Well, you have Ninjago City. Do you really need another? No, it's you Ninjago have Ninjago City. City. You have to expand upon it. Yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah. That's that's true. It's true. Boy, it looks really nice, though. It does. Yeah. Ugh. I'll probably end up with this as well. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, we can talk about some cheaper sets. Uh, please. please. Uh, Lego <laughs> Summer 2018 official images were released. Oh. So we can just run down all the various themes. Okay. Uh, there's Creator, first up. Yeah. Uh, they got the Modular Sweet Surprises. Ooh, sweet surprises. Yeah, it's like a pastry shop. Hey, it looks really cute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, like, it's a little uh, little pastry shop, yeah. You got some croissants and cupcakes and little cakes and stuff like that. It's a cute set. Uh, cruising Adventures. It's a yacht. Ooh, very nice. Fancy. Yeah. Um, And uh, a smaller roller coaster. Ah. The Pirate the... Roller Coaster. That's pretty cool. I'm, I, I'll, I'll probably pick this one up. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, I'm not going to get the big one, but, you know, I, I'm going to get my roller coaster fix. Jeez, maybe I'll buy this one, too. Have a, little, <laughs> have a little roller coaster park. And then you'll have the big roller coaster next to the little roller coaster and says, never talk to my son or whatever <laughs> the meme is. <laughs> don't, don't talk to me or my son ever again. Or Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is, yeah, I mean, it's a smaller little roller coaster. I don't think this one can be motorized. No, it can't. Yeah. Um, but because it is a creator three-in-one, you can rebuild it uh, in three different ways. Mm -hmm. So you have a kind of standard uh, small uh, loop roller coaster. Uh, there's one uh, where the tracks are in kind of a U-shape. So the, the cars kind of go back and forth and up and down, uh, that type of thing. And then there's uh, one with like a circular track where you have sort of a central, like a big uh, pirate skull with a, a circular track going around it uh, where you just get swung in circles and stuff like that. So, yeah, some pretty uh, cool looking alternate builds, too. Yeah. For making different uh, carnival rides and stuff. Uh and um, last up is Mobile Stunt Show. Oh, it's a little monster truck. 
Yeah, semi truck uh, that serves as a ramp for this tiny monster truck. Yeah, it's cute. Uh, other builds are not as exciting. There's a you yeah. can make a drag race. Yeah, that's true. Like yeah, with the you know drag drag uh, race cars, and then one is like a you make a tow truck and a little uh, like a, an old uh, fashioned sports car. That just looks like cars to me. Yeah, yeah, geez, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, but the 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 set's all done up in red, white, and blue. Looks very uh, evil, Knievel. So, it's neat. Yeah, whatever. It's, it's no roller coaster. No. Uh, oh yeah, there's another crater set, the Treehouse Treasures. Ah, uh, okay, and this is a a much smaller treehouse than the Lego Idea set. Yes. <laughs> also, pirate theme like that uh, pirate roller coaster, though. That's true. Yeah, so it's got a little. Uh, uh, yeah, like the front of the treehouse looks like the front of a pirate ship, and then it's got a little uh, uh crow's nest up on the roof. And actually, the uh, the other two uh, builds one looks like a little miniature pirate ship, and one uh looks like a well again a giant pirate skull with uh, some some like a treasure chest underneath it, like a little pirate's cove. Well, this set will be perfect for CJ. He's all into pirate stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. My uh, The host of uh, my other podcast, Player One Podcast. Uh, yeah, CJ is uh, really into uh, Sea of Thieves right now. So, there you go. Uh, any of these Ninjago sets you want to talk about? Uh, what do we got here? Um, I got little little gimmicky flying sets with rip cords there's a, a an airplane there's a stormbringer dragon a big uh, blue brick built dragon that's kind of cool looking oh another a red brick built dragon firstborn these are kind of cool and the dragon pit a big kind of fortress with a green dragon and you know i guess that's their They're all about dragons yeah i guess the 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 new wave of of uh, Ninjago sets is, is dragon oriented, except for this fighter jet. <laughs> <laughs> the jet is also a dragon. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, was, yeah. I don't know. Uh, there's some new friend sets. The only one I really want to talk about is the uh, drifting diner. Because ooh, let's look at this. I really like that hamburger on the top of the, sh- the shop and the popcorn. Oh man, yeah, look at that. It's like a. It's like a little mini 50s diner with a brick-built hamburger atop it. And then uh, it's like a kind of like a drive-in movie screen, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a giant movie screen with, the, again, a little brick-built popcorn up top. You get a little car. It's like a go-kart, actually. You got a little go-kart to ride in. Yeah, it's kind of cute looking. Yeah, they're all about these uh, go-karts and uh, this wave, it looks like. Yeah, there's like a go-kart track, looks like, the, to be the the big set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, the the friends are uh, going out go-karting. I just really like those brick-built foods. Yeah, I do, too. Those are really cute. Uh, Lego DC Comics Superheroes. Mm-hmm. Batman The Attack of the Talons. Oh, who are the Talons? Uh, they worked for uh, this the Court of Owls, which is this group in uh, Old Gotham. And oh, they were okay. fighting Batman in the comics. 
Oh, okay. Uh, this set comes with Ace the Bat Hound. So that's, that's pretty neat. Pretty awesome. Yeah. And this is, uh, he's got like a, uh, looks like a big bulky bat ATV. Yeah. That he's driving around on. Yeah, and the vehicle is whatever, but. Yeah. You got Ace. You got Ace the Bat Hound, which is pretty awesome. Uh, and then there's Batman Brother Eye Takedown. Who is, is Brother Eye? Is he a, is he a dude? Or? Uh, Batman created a, uh, AI program called Brother Eye. Oh, oh, okay. And then, of course, it went rogue and. Right. Batman's gonna take it down. Yeah, it's a giant mechanical, uh, floating eye with big claws coming out of the sides. Mm hmm. It's actually pretty cool looking. Yeah. I kind of dig the look of, of Brother Eye. It's got the, uh, bat wing, like the old mm-hmm. Tim Burton style bat wing jet. Yeah. Uh, comes with a Batman minifig and, uh, bat woman and, uh, another character I can't see right now. He's, he's a blue guy. It's not with, Blue Beetle. No. But he, you know, he's like he's got like a blue mohawk, and it looks like he just has like a big eye on his face. Oh, it's probably Omac. It's Brother Eye himself. Oh, okay. That well, makes there you sense. go. There you go. Uh, Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, those are neat. Yeah. Uh, Architecture. Now, usually I don't care about architecture sets, but right. I actually like both of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, Great Wall of China. Yes, I think that's that really looks cool. really neat, uh, and you can combine multiple sets to make a larger wall. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and uh, Statue of Liberty, I think, looks really cool, too. Yeah, it does, actually. So, yeah, the uh, the design of uh, the Statue of Liberty's base. Actually, a lot of, I mean, the base looks really nice, just the, the design and the texturing of it. Uh, but, like, her uh, flowing robes look really good. Mm-hmm. So... And yeah, this great wall looks really cool. Yeah, I'm probably going to pick up both of these, even though architecture is crazy overpriced. Yeah. Uh, definitely got to get the Statue of Liberty so I can make my Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> there you go. Oh, look at the. Did you notice this uh, in the Great Wall of China set? Uh, all the architecture sets have a piece, uh, like a little tile piece that has the name of the the building or city uh that is that the model represents. Mm-hmm. Um the Great Wall of China one, you have the the tile that says Great Wall of China, but then there's another tile uh that is included that has I'm assuming uh just says Great Wall of China uh in Chinese. That's cool. If if it, I mean I, I I you know I do not know if is is the Great Wall referred to as the Great Wall of China? In China? Probably just Great Wall. I would imagine, right? So maybe just as Great Wall. I don't know. I cannot read Chinese. But you have the 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 with the Chinese characters on there. Or you can just have it uh plug in the tile that says Great Wall of China. I just thought that's very cute. Now the question it, is hmm? the question is What's that? Have they made a Matt Damon minifig yet? <laughs> <laughs> yes. When I think notable uh, uh, figures in Chinese history. <laughs> I go straight to Matt Damon. There hasn't been a Matt Damon figure, has there? No, that's weird. I don't think there's been a Matt Damon minifigure. It's no Big Bird either, is there? <laughs> <laughs> no, there isn't. You know what there is, though? 
What's that? There is a there is a Bart Simpson's minifigure. Oh. And if you've ever played the NES game Bart versus the World, uh one of the levels has Bart skateboarding on the Great Wall of China. There you go. So now you can recreate you have a giant Bart Simpson skateboarding <laughs> on this small Great Wall of China. On this tiny little Great Wall of China, yeah. Yeah. Uh in the video game though there were uh, dragons that would uh peek out of uh you know, uh some of the the windows and stuff. Oh, so it is like that Matt Damon movie. <laughs> it's exactly like that. I do you ever play that uh the the Bart versus the World game? No, I have not. For NES. Well, first of all, it's terrible. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a acclaim NES game, really bad. Also, kind of kind of racist. Mm, no, I'm not know? surprised. A little racist. Uh, uh the the boss of the Chinese uh uh, the the China stage is is a Chinese version of Mr. Burns. It's like the idea of the the game is uh, Mr. Burns is trying to uh, kill Bart. I guess I don't know why, but he's trying to eliminate Bart Simpson. Uh, so he calls up all his relatives around the world uh, to help him kill Bart, and. So, like, there's a North Pole level where there's, like, a Yeti version of Mr. Burns. And there's a uh, the the China level where the boss is, I believe his name was Fu Manchu Burns. Hmm. If, uh, you know, just to give you an idea of how much thought they put into to that. So, it's a little racist. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> a little racist. It was a different time. It, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But no, this is a, it's a cool looking set. Um, I will say the one thing that I'm bummed about with this Great Wall set, though, uh, is I think it's awesome that you can uh, put the sets together to extend the wall mm-hmm. if you buy multiples. Uh, but there's no like, uh, I mean, you could obviously fix this yourself, but there's no uh, like Technic pinhole and Technic pin coming out where you can actually physically plug the two sets together. Right. You just have to kind of set them next to each other. But I mean, that would be easy enough to modify with mm-hmm. some pieces of your own. But it's a bummer they didn't include those pieces to encourage you to do it. Yeah. But hey, you know, minor complaints. Like really cool. Both of these architecture sets look really nice. Which is weird, right? Because it's architecture. Like I know. Yeah, they're usually not that exciting. Uh, you want to talk about any of these Unikitty sets? Uh, I, I, you know, I've not seen because it's a it's a cartoon. There's a cartoon on Cartoon Network of Unikitty, and I have not seen it. Uh, so uh, these sets mean nothing to me. Okay. I mean, they look they look cute, um, you know. But like, I I know none of these characters aside from Unikitty, right? You know, they they look like you know. If you have kids who watch the show, the sets are super bright and colorful, and they look like they have some fun and cute and interesting builds. Um, and the characters are, you know, they're all very cute characters, but, you know, I don't know what any of them are. I thought it was uh, interesting, though. They're doing, uh, in addition to actually, you know, all the actual little sets, you know, uh, Unikitty's cloud car and Prince Puppycorn's trike and, uh, you know, a little party set and stuff. They're also doing, uh, just a big, uh, generic creative box where it's like you know it's it's one of those just big plastic tubs that looks like a lego brick where you just get a a ton of sort of just regular lego bricks 
uh, but it's uh, Unikitty themed. And it looks like there's a bunch of pieces where you can build, I, I'm assuming, side characters from the show and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's just, uh, it's cool that they're doing a, a themed set uh, for Unikitty. What is Prince... I'm, actually... hmm? uh, I'm sorry? Go ahead. Oh, no, 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 no. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, why does Prince Puppycorn look like Sonic the Hedgehog? Because <laughs> he's blue and he has that kind of flesh-colored muzzle uh, where Sonic does. And if you look at uh, Dr. Fox Laboratory, he has red shoes. Oh, but holy cow! I was just looking at the picture of him in the in his little trike, but yeah, if you go to the Doctor Fox Laboratory set, where you can see his whole body, jeez, his legs are the flesh color that Sonic is, and yeah, he's got red shoes with uh with with white uh tops to them, mm-hmm. just like Sonic. Jeez, that's crazy. Prince Puppycorn, stealing uh, Sonic style. Prince Puppycorn, original character. Do not steal. (laughs) Oh, man. Now I can take all my custom uh, Sonic characters and uh, turn them into uh, uh, Unikitty characters. Mm -hmm. Exactly. The big crossover. That's why you have the creative brick box. (laughs) Perfect. Oh, you know what I did notice, though? Um, One thing with the... uh, the, these Unikitty toys, because um, you you probably have a Unikitty figure or two, yes, from the uh, the the Lego Movie uh, line. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they changed up uh, how they build her neck. Actually, I don't know if you noticed that there is a uh, 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 poly bag, a Unikitty poly bag of of Unikitty herself and you know I don't know she's in a little vehicle or something like that but uh I was looking uh at a little review or a little pictorial uh article about that set and they showed off they uh, changed how they built her head um cuz the original Unikitty figure was just like uh, I think a 1 by 3 well it is it's 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 a 1 by 3 lego brick with a couple little tiles plugged on on the top, and then it uh, just attaches to her body via a round uh, one-by-one stud. And it's not a very stable connection, and her head tends to kind of pop off really easily. Yeah, it's really annoying. Yeah. They changed her neck now. They have a different uh, method of construction with her neck that includes a new type of piece. Hmm. Uh, The... uh, the the round one by one stud is no longer uh it's it that's not uh what they use for the neck now they use uh a little round uh one by one tile that has a little peg sticking up from it which is an existing piece you've probably seen it you probably have it um it's the same kind of piece you you bought a couple of the infinity war sets right mhm uh you know how they have those um the little pieces, because um, they have the tiny little infinity stone pieces. Right. And they have little, uh, like a little piece that you can plug an infinity stone into to have it kind of on display almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's just a little a little round piece with a pin popping out. Yeah, yeah. It's those pieces. They use those for the Unikitty necks now. Uh, but the way it attaches to the body is if you, if you look at the Unikitty figure, uh, on the comprising the bottom of her head, it just looks like a, a one by three tile. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but this, it's a new piece that's not a regular one by three tile. It's kind of like an inverse tile. Or not a tile, but a, a, a play because it's got the bumps. Uh, it's like an inverse though, where, uh, the top of the piece is a smooth tile, but then you have, uh, the bumps coming out of the bottom of it. Hmm. So it's like an inverse brick. And then there's a little pinhole on the, the flat tile part so it can plug into okay. uh, the neck. So presumably that's more stable. Yeah. But I thought it was crazy that they created uh, an inverse brick, which is something that Lego, they don't have a lot of inverse brick pieces. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And and I hope I'm describing what an inverse brick is clearly enough where it's, you know, instead of having the, the bumps coming off the top of the brick, they're coming out of the bottom of the brick. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so it's just a, a new method of building a Unikitty that is presumably more stable. Cool. So there you go. That's that. Uh, Lego City, uh, the only things I wanted to talk about is they're doing an Arctic theme. Yes. Uh, they're in this uh line and uh yeah so they're digging up in the arctic to find creatures from the ice age frozen yes. in blocks of ice prehistoric mammals it's pretty cool i mean no pun intended sorry <laughs> uh but now yeah, there's um yeah there's a, a woolly mammoth there's a big uh woolly mammoth uh figure which is uh great and uh Got little huskies, and there's a saber tooth, uh, saber tooth tiger piece as well. I kind of like the uh, Arctic ice crawler just as a vehicle. I think it looks pretty cool. As a well, it's a big spider vehicle. Mm-hmm. You know, I you know I I'm a sucker for uh, big mechanical spiders built out of Lego. <laughs> they have this big crane for this rat. Trip to <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> it does, it does seem like a bit of overkill. This giant four-legged spider vehicle with this massive claw coming out of the top of it. Uh, yeah, picking up a little block of ice with a rat in it. <laughs> Couldn't find anything more exciting to, uh, to, to dig up than the rat. But yeah, woolly mammoths, saber-toothed tigers, uh, uh, polar bears. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of cool, cool. There's that, there's that yeah. pun again. A lot of p- cool animals in this set. Mm-hmm. So, uh, there's a Lego City hospital. Uh, oh. looks pretty neat. Um, I don't know. I don't have much to say about that one. Yeah, just a hospital. Uh, you got a. Oh, yeah, go so, I was just uh, just looking at the minifigures included in here. Um, you got a, a, a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Which uh, we've seen the wheelchair before, but here's a new set with the wheelchair, and then uh, another little baby in a stroller, and then yeah, dude on stretchers and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. little hospital set for your city. A new uh, people pack. Nice outdoor adventures. That's pretty awesome. I'm gonna get it. I am too. Um, it's a kind of yeah, the kind of outdoorsy themed. Um, you got a, a tent, which is actually kind of made out of, uh, like a plastic, a little kind of like thin plastic, uh, that you fold over to make a little tent. But yeah, you got a, a dude, uh, with a BMX bike. You got some dudes in a raft, you got a guy doing some, uh, 
some wall climbing, like on a rock wall. Got a family. Uh, he's got the the dad that shows the dad holding a, a selfie stick. Of course. Yes. You got a, a little hiker dude with, uh, well, they were skis, but I guess now they're being used as walking sticks. Got a woman with a big fancy camera. and I like that eagle. A, yeah, you got an eagle, which is pretty awesome. Um, there's a little, uh, looks like a little propane campfire with a frying pan on it with a, a new, uh, fried egg piece, which is awesome. It's just a little one by one round tile with a, a, you know, in white plastic, of course, with a little yellow yolk, uh, painted on it. So you have fried eggs now. Uh, but I am excited for the little, uh, baby carrier. Mm-hmm. There's a, they show a, a dude and he's wearing, it's one of those uh one of those baby carriers that you you wear around your neck and they tie around your waist so you can uh carry your kid around uh on on your chest. I know I certainly wore one of those uh, more than a few times when Finn was a little baby. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's it's got, it's got the new little baby uh minifigure can plug into that so you can carry him around. So I thought that was super cute. But yeah, I'll I'll pick the setup. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't care about elves. Uh <laughs> Wait, what is uh, uh, yeah, it's just yeah. Yeah, and yeah, then like, the Disney one is yeah, elves, you got some sort of like wolf or something and then some sort of flying stagecoach that it fights or something, I don't know. Disney, yeah, it's just well, it's some tangled couple 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 sets from the tangled uh, TV series, if you're into that sort of thing. And uh, Juniors, there's another Disney one, it's Beauty and Beast. Yeah, you got a, you got a little, a little uh, Chip and uh, Mrs. Potts, though. True. That's actually pretty cute. And you got the uh, the clock. I forget. Uh, Cogsworth. Co- Cogsworth, yeah. And and Lumiere, but uh, Lum- it doesn't look like Lumiere is in this set. Nope. Uh, but you got Belle, of course, and she has a book to got, read. Got the rose. Yeah, the rose is, is actually pretty cute. And a little uh, little rose uh, stained glass window as well. And since it's juniors, it'll be oh, printed. Yeah, that's actually pretty pretty nice. Uh, friends, uh, junior said, Stephanie's Lakeside House. Ooh. And these friends kids, man, they're... They're rich. <laughs> I like Man. the uh, toasted marshmallows. In the yeah, pit. you got a got a can, yeah, a little fire pit to sit around with, and and I, I love that it includes a, an acoustic guitar, of course, <laughs> as well. And then uh, three jet skis, so the kids can all have a, a race. They're they're all very rich in friends. Yeah, uh, and then uh, city central airport, yeah, a little junior airport set. Yep, it's neat. It's actually pretty cute. You got a little. Uh, airport facade with a little control tower and uh looks like a little baggage claim with a conveyor belt mm-hmm. and then uh, a fuel truck uh one of those carts that hauls the luggage around and then uh two uh, little airplanes that's actually a pretty cool little junior set so uh last up a new lego brand store set Oh, uh, Brick Fan is guessing this is a promotional set, but there's no details on any of it. 
mm-hmm. uh, other than it won't be in June because it wasn't on the June calendar. <sighs> right. Uh, yeah, so it's like a miniature, uh, well, I mean, Lego stores aren't two stories, but right. <laughs> it's a yeah. miniature set of a Lego store. Yeah. I got to get this. Me too. I have, uh, you know, we've talked about this on the show before. Lego has done uh, little Lego, like actual Lego store models in the past. Uh, usually... Well, I think there was there was a little Lego store in like one of the city sets, right? Yes, it's part of like the bus terminal or something like that. Right. Uh, but but actual standalone Lego store sets, there's there's two of them that they have made so far. And the only way to get and this is what I'm nervous is that it's this is going to be the same deal. Yeah, I, the, I think I know what you're going to say, and I yeah. agree. Yeah, the only way to get the two, well, actually, one of them you can't get anymore because they made a new one that replaced it. But the previous two uh, Lego store sets where you're actually constructing a Lego store out of Legos, uh, the only way to get them is uh, when Lego opens a new retail Lego store on the very first day it's open, you have to be like maybe like the first 200 people in line at the store. And if you're one of those first 200 people in line at the grand opening on opening day, then you have the opportunity to buy one of these sets for like 50 bucks or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And they're not big sets. They're just kind of, you know, small, uh, small scale sets. Um, they're super cool looking. They're really cute. Um, but again, you you have to be one of the first 200 people in line on opening day of a brand new Lego store. And it's like, what are the odds that a Lego store is going to open by you? Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, there's not a ton of, of retail Lego stores out there, as far as I know. Uh, but, um, you know, you, <laughs> you just have to wait for Lego to open a store. And it's like, oh, man, I heard they're opening a Lego store three states over. Let's let's drive over there and hope we're one of the first 200 people in line on opening day so we can get this. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of work. Yeah. So there there was a, a Lego store set that they gave away in that fashion or not gave away, but sold in that fashion. Uh, and then a couple of years ago, they redesigned it, made it a little larger and a little fancier. Uh, and now they, that's the set that they sell at the grand openings. And this is probably the third one. This might be the third one. So. Which would be a shame because it's a really nice looking set. It really is. And it would be super impossible to get a hold of unless you want to pay way more on on the secondary market for it. Right. Way more than its retail price. Now, I. Nudge, nudge. Wink, wink. I. I have both of the uh, previous sets. Did you know that? You knew this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have both of the previous sets. Uh, I did not purchase. I, I obviously was not at a grand opening of a Lego store. I did not uh, buy them for stupid money on eBay or anything. Uh, but what I did do is I found the instructions for those sets online. People have scanned them. And I went on BrickLink and purchased all the bricks. Because luckily, there were no 
you know, oddly rare bricks or anything. They're all made of, of pretty common pieces. So I was able to uh, reconstruct both of those sets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only uh, downside, if you want to call it a downside, is that the the newer of those promotional sets uh, has a few stickers on it. So I do not have the stickers. Yeah. Uh, but all the stickers were is uh, uh, to, you know, t- to stick on the uh, inside of the store to make it look like the uh, boxes were actual like Lego sets. So, Which is, it looks like is happening here as well. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I will have to, if I am stuck uh, uh, recreating this from... Uh, from Bricklink, if if it is indeed one of those rare promotional sets, I will have to deal with uh, just having uh, blank bricks representing boxes as opposed to having little stickers on there. Yeah, which is which is fine. Although now I'm thinking because it's the big anniversary year. Oh, this might be like spend hundred twenty five dollars or whatever and get the set. That's true. That is true. Which would be awesome. So maybe that'll be the case. I hope so. In which case, uh, I will get it. I really like how there's an ATM on the side of this building. <laughs> they know their fans. Mm-hmm. They know their fans. If you go into the Lego store, you're going to hit the ATM first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's everything. Man, it's a lot of, a lot of stuff. A lot of Lego stuff. Um, a lot we, of Transformers stuff. Yeah, we didn't even... Like, I know sometimes we'll go, like, a month uh, between recording, but we just recorded, like, what, a week or two ago? No, it's been about a month. <laughs> has it really? Yeah. Jeez. Time wow, is time, flying by. Time is, well, we, you know, we've been busy at work and stuff like that, so. Uh, let's talk about stuff we got recently. Uh, you and yeah. I got uh, some of the same things. That's true. Uh, I'll, I, I'll, well, let, I, I'll let you talk about it first. Okay, well, I, I got, well, let's let's talk about the other stuff that I got uh, that, that that we did not uh, you know we both got mm-hmm. um just get this out of the way real quick so um i bought about a couple more lego brickheads because i'm stupid no brickheads are cute brickheads are cute but man i don't need all these i have all the star wars ones you know i got i got the 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 uh, go brick yourself set did i i don't know if i mentioned this last time i bought a second uh, go brick yourself set because I, I bought one, and I built the little blank uh, brickhead dude from the logo, and then I built a little uh, custom fill brickhead. Uh, but my son liked uh, that so much. He liked watching me uh, make that so much. He was like, oh, I want one for me, Daddy. So I bought one for him, and uh, together uh, he and I built a little uh, Lego version of Finn, my son. Nice. Yeah, it was really cute. Uh, but... um uh, well, you and I, uh, you know, a week or two ago, we were at uh, the Lego store over lunch, and uh, the uh, Back to the Future Brickheads came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a two pack uh, for twenty bucks. Uh, comes with a brickhead of uh, Doc Brown and Marty McFly, uh, based on uh, their appearance in the first Back to the Future movie. Um, and specifically, it's it's meant to be from the uh, the scene towards the beginning of the film where Doc is uh, first showing Marty the uh, the DeLorean uh, because Marty comes with a little uh, brick-built uh, camcorder 
an 80s camcorder to record uh, the the uh, test footage of the vehicle. And uh, Doc comes with the, uh, the remote control that he uses to drive the uh, the, the DeLorean during its uh, first test uh, run. So, yeah, so I got those, and they're both uh, really cute. Um, their hair, um, that's usually my favorite part of building the Brickheads figures, is uh, seeing how they put together the hair. Because it's usually pretty clever and uses a lot of angles to to make different shapes of the hair, and uh, you know Marty's got his kind of like carefully swooped back, uh, combed hair, and then Doc has his kind of wild and his you know his crazy hairs going in every direction and stuff like that. So uh, they look really nice and they're fun to build. Um, I also. I I picked up some random Transformers the other day. Yeah, I saw this on the list, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> so I kind of figured, yeah. So I was I was at Target the other day, uh, just picking up some stuff for the house, and I was looking in the toys section as a new, and I was looking at the Transformers, and there was nothing like they had like some of the Studio Series uh, figures there, um, but you know nothing I was really terribly interested in. But I was just looking, and you know they had some of the. Uh, the robots in disguise toys. And I was looking at them because I, I never really paid the robots in disguise line much mind, mm-hmm. especially lately, you know, especially in, in like the recent year or two. Uh, but, the, but I knew they had like all these combiners and stuff like that, but I was like, oh, I'll just look at these just to see what they are. And, um, they have this, there's a line, uh, called crash combiners and they're essentially duo cons uh because it's it's you get two little robots in the package and they're kind of you know they're kind of um trying to figure out like how to describe the size of them they're not quite scout size they're they're kind of in between like the legends and the scouts okay you know so they're they're small, but not ridiculously small. Uh, but you have the, it comes with two uh, vehicles and they turn into robots and the transformations uh, to get them from vehicle mode to robot mode is stupid simple. Like, you know, it's like a happy meal toy level of simple of just like, oh, flip the arms out from the sides and pop the head up and then stand the vehicle upright. And that's your robot, you know? Mm-hmm. Very simplistic, very basic uh, robot to vehicles, but uh, they're designed in such a way that when you put them back into vehicle form, uh, you can uh, connect them together. You crash them together because they're the crash combiners. Uh, but like uh, the the set I got, uh, it's a, a dude named Shock Drive, and the other guy is named Warnado. And one is uh, one's a jet, and one is another kind of vehicle. It's kind of a boxy jet. I mean, it looks like a looks like a like a land vehicle, like some sort of hovercraft, but it's got wings on it. So it's you know I don't know what it's supposed to be. But I thought you were going to say you... he's a Skylander. <laughs> no, no, he is not a Skylander. But that is a Skylander's name, right? Yep, Warnado's Skylander. Warnado, yeah. So uh, if you take uh, the car-looking dude 
Uh, you take the front of the car looking dude and you plug it into the back of the jet looking dude. It triggers a spring loaded transformation and the two of them, it, like it flips open and the two combine into a larger robot. So I was looking at the back and I was like, gee, you know, I, I never really paid attention to these toys, but it's, these are totally duo cons. And I was like, yeah, you know, I haven't bought a transformer in a while. And, you know, I think there was like 15 bucks for the, you know, comes in a two pack of them. Um, and I was like, you know, I haven't bought a transformer in a while. And this looks like kind of a simple, cute, fun, gimmicky transformer. I'm going to give this a go. It also didn't hurt, uh, that both of them are, uh, purple. Uh, they're like purple and black and red, so they're kind of like <laughs> they're kind of sky warpy colors. Of course, purple transformers are the best transformers. You know, just ask Skywarp and Shockwave. Mm -hmm. So I was like, ah, oh, they have color schemes that I like. Okay, I'll pick these up. And yeah, they're 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 dumb. You know, they're because they turn. You know, they're these weird boxy looking nonsense vehicles that turn into kind of crummy looking robots. But then when you snap them together and they automatically spring load and flip and transform and the, you know, the, the final robot, the combined robot who's, because again, shock drive and war NATO combine into shock NATO. Of course. Of course. And you can make your own uh, shark NATO jokes there. Mm -hmm. uh, but shock NATO, once he is combined, you know, he he barely moves, you know, his legs don't move at all. Uh you can you can bend his elbows, but that's about all the articulation he has. Like a duocon. <laughs> like a yeah, well yeah, yeah, you're totally right. Um but it's it's it falls under the category to me of those very simple gimmicky transformers that you know are obviously meant, you know, for 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 kids. I mean, these are like the I mean they're they're Friggin' Transformers, they're all meant for kids, but, you know, these are the, you know, they're not going after the collector's audience with these. These are the ones that are clearly intended for children to play with, um, but that they're kind of fun in their simplicity, kind of like the, the gravity bots that came out years ago. Mm -hmm. You remember those where you just kind of flip, stood them up and they flipped and changed and they were, they were stupid and gimmicky, but they were just fun to have sitting on your desk and you pick them up and, you mess with them for a minute and put them back down. Right. So yeah, so I, I just on a whim picked these up and they're they're cute. You know, I, I can't say I would recommend them, but I'm having fun uh just messing around with it. Okay. So yeah, so it's a cute little toy. Uh but yeah, the the the, the last thing I got, which is the same thing you got, uh which which I only got because of you. Uh, you, you've tuned me, you turned me onto these things. I never knew these existed. Uh, but, but we have talked about them. Well, you've talked about them on the show before, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, uh, the McDonald's, uh, Commandrons. Attention, Earth parents. The Commandrons are here. The Commandrons, mighty robots that can disguise themselves as vehicles fighting for goodness and right. If they can avoid the forces of darkness, your job, help your children collect all four different Commandron robots, each one only 99 cents with any food purchase at McDonald's. Kids, you must gather the Commandron robot team before it's too late. Yeah! Come on, let's go to McDonald's. The 
forces of goodness and right can always count on the Murphy family. And these were Happy Meal toys. Yes. Uh, from 1985. So it's 85, 95. Uh, it's A long time ago. 30 plus years. Yep. These toys are over 30 years old. Um, and it was, it was a line of, cause this was, this was like, you know, right in the, 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 the heat of the transforming robot craze, you know, transformers hit the U S in 1984. So like that, that like 84, 85, 86 was like. That that's what kids were playing with were transforming robots because you had the Transformers were huge, the GoBots were huge. It seemed like every other company was putting out some sort of transforming robot toy. You know, there were so many little lines of of Transformer and GoBot ripoffs that companies were hoping would catch on. And that's you know that's when you saw the McDonald's uh, changeables in their Happy Meals, the little. You know, Big Macs and fries that turned into robots. Uh, but then that, that's when you saw these as well. But these have kind of a weird history to them. Yeah. Where it's not like, you know, like the, the McDonald's changeable toys that were given away in Happy Meals. Those were cl- clearly uh, designed by someone that McDonald's hired to, to you know, make us a... a, a egg McMuffin sandwich that turns into a little robot. Right. You know, these, those were clearly designed by someone working for McDonald's to make McDonald's toys. But these, these were actually like real Japanese toys. Correct. Yeah. From, yeah, uh, these, from Tommy. Yeah. Like an actual toy maker, Tommy. Uh, and McDonald's just like full on licensed these to release them in North America as Happy Meal toys, which is really weird. It is. You know, I think, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how often McDonald's has done that. I know there were like, you know, Lego Happy Meals where they actually included real Lego bricks and, and, you know, there was probably like a Hot Wheels or Matchbox Happy Meals at some time where they included like actual Hot Wheels cars or something. Um. But yeah, this one they this time they they licensed these toys from Tomy and released them and I guess um and I'm 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 quoting you basically because you were the one who told me all about these. I completely missed these back in the day and even on into being like a collector, but um these got a wide release in Canada. Correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. So so all Canadian kids could get these at Toys R Us back in 85. I think so. They're very easy. Yeah. The Canadian versions are very easy to get at any rate. Okay. Okay. I have a complete and, collection of Canadian ones. And U.S. ones now. And I bought U.S. ones because a yes. seller uh, just recently put some up. Yes. And so so there, there are four vehicles that transform into robots. They're very simplistic, crude you know they're kind of on the level of gobots mm-hmm. uh if you know in terms of complexity and design um but when they were released in canadian happy meals uh they came packaged in these little boxes right little cardboard boxes and they're like nice boxes they were like full color mm-hmm. um they i mean they looked like 
you know, it, like th- that box that the Canadian commandrons came in would not have looked out of place on a on a shelf at Toys R Us. Yeah, like it looks like a it looks like a commercial release, mm-hmm. which is not how Happy Meal toys are usually packaged. You know, they're usually just in a little plastic bag or something. Now, if you think that's fancy. <laughs> yeah, really. So so that's how they were distributed in the in the the Canada. Uh the US now they did not get a wide release in the US. I don't know. There's conflicting data about that. Yeah. So I don't know if it was widely released or if they were right widely released, I do not recall them being released. Well, see, and that's the thing too. And that's what makes me I mean, my failing memory is what's leading me to this conclusion. You know, my 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 memory of 30 years ago uh, when I was 10 years old uh, is what's leading me to this conclusion, which is to say this is not accurate at all. Um, but I I would swear that I would have remembered these. Yeah, they've been widely available. My mom knew I was obsessed with transforming robots, and right. she would have gone out of her way to go to McDonald's to get me yeah. one of these. Exactly, and I mean McDonald's advertised like crazy back in those days during every block of kids' cartoons, which was every weekday afternoon, every Saturday morning, and I watched a crap ton of cartoons back in 1985. So I was bombarded with ads for McDonald's. So I pretty much always knew what was in their Happy Meals. And, you know, I had, you know, like all those changeables. I had a ton of the changeables from back in the day. And I, you know, because I was I was obsessed with uh, Transformers and GoBots at that point. So I can't imagine that I would have missed out on these toys. Mm-hmm. And even if... Uh, even if I poo-pooed them at the time, which I, I probably would have because they're not actually Transformers and they're not actually GoBots, I would have thought that they were rip-offs of, of those. Even if I didn't get any back in the day because I would have considered them rip-offs, I'm sure I would have remembered them. Yeah, so let's assume they were a test market toy. Yeah, yeah. So they they were not widely released, presumably, in the U.S., but, you know, for as, as fancy as the Canadian packaging was, man, McDonald's went all out for the U.S. version. Yeah, those, they're really impressive. Yeah. The the toys themselves are the same, uh, with the exception of uh, some of the stickers. Yes, they have different but, logos compared to the Canadian yeah. ones. Yeah, so the, the stickers on the toys are different, uh, but, the you know, the, it's the same same. You know, molds and everything, but the packaging instead of coming in little boxes, they came on uh bubble cards like uh I mean well, that's how gobots were packaged back in the day on on just a flat piece of cardboard with a plastic bubble around the figure um you know the uh, star wars toys that's what your your the little star wars figures come on on those bubble cards but it's a it's a bubble card full color front and back. Um, you know, you have a nice illustration on the front, uh, the back, you have the, uh, the transformation, uh, instructions printed on there. Uh, you have some artwork of the other toys. You have a little description of the character and you have a little description of, 
uh, some of the fiction because McDonald's didn't just put these in fancy packaging. They actually hired someone to create a backstory for these four robots that is described in the comic books that are included with them. Each of the four figures comes with a little mini comic, kind of like uh, what we got in the the He-Man toys back in the day. Mm -hmm. You know, again, a nice full color comic book, uh, four issues of it. Uh, that, that dives into the, the backstory of these robot figures. And the, the, the comics were, uh, created by DC. Like, like the, the Batman people. Yeah. The Superman people. Like, like DC, you know, McDonald's hired some artist and writer at DC to create these four mini comics that would be included with their Happy Meal toys. It's crazy. Yeah. So it's it's this card back with the comic book inside with the figure inside and it's it's their beautiful uh packagings for these you know kind of crummy gobot ripoffs. <laughs> uh and, and and again they went through all this trouble for seemingly not even a wide release in the US. But Anyway, like you said, this guy had them up on eBay. You got them for super cheap. Yeah, it's uh twenty bucks plus like five bucks shipping or something. Yeah, for four of so, them. Yeah, so like twenty five bucks shipped for is still in package. They're they're unopened, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and then you told me about them. Like they showed up at at uh at work the other day, and you were showing them off to me, and I was I was very impressed with them. And I went and looked, and the guy had another set of them. Um, I'm assuming that when he sold that first set to you, mm -hmm. he must have said, oh, there's a huge demand for these, <laughs> because he jacked up the price five bucks. Yeah, and I saw so, another listing up. It's 30, uh, 30 oh, bucks really? plus shipping oh, now. He, oh, he's... Because he, <laughs> you bought them for uh, 20 bucks. Uh, I bought them a couple days later when he put up a set for 25 bucks. So, so now he has a third set up for 30 bucks. Mm -hmm. So, so you and I, uh, you, you and I have convinced the seller that there is suddenly a huge uh, demand for command runs. Yep. He's, he's probably sitting back and thinking, oh man, it's just a matter of time before someone else swoops in because Everyone wants the command runs now <laughs> when, when really it's just two people who like are friends and work together. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we're the only ones. I don't think anyone else on the planet is looking to get the command runs right now. It's just us two idiots. So I don't know. Hopefully he'll, he'll sell, uh, his $30 set, but. And then he'll have another set for 35. Oh yeah, of course he will. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, um, I, I'm stunned that given the obscureness of these toys and the fact that they are still in the original packages, like I'm surprised they were selling for that cheap. Uh, I know I paid a fair amount more when I bought my unopened uh, sets of uh, of the uh, 
the changeables the changeables yeah i was i was blanking on the name i was like changelings that's not right but here's the thing right because it's so yeah. obscure nobody's heard of it nobody cares yeah i guess yeah yeah i guess that's a good point so so yeah i guess yeah it kind of worked out in our favor um but they're i mean it's really it's a really neat thing and uh oh yeah no i mean they're, they're like we said the beautiful packaging they're you know they're very simplistic looking toys uh you know they're they, like i said they're very much kind of in the gobot vein uh but they but they're charming in their sort of cheesiness mm-hmm. you know they're neat looking toys i took uh i haven't opened them up yet i'm i'm actually planning on opening mine uh and uh, you're planning on uh taking a look at the comics which i'm more interested in than yes. just the toys yes um because I'm not planning to open these since I already have the Canadian ones I already opened. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you, you know, I, if I didn't have a set of these already, I probably wouldn't open these either, but I do want to play with them and, and, you know, get a little display case for them or something. Uh, but yeah, I, like you said, I really want to look at these comics and yeah, you had looked around to see if maybe someone had scanned the comics. Mm hmm. And you were only able to find one of them. Yeah. Um, uh, battlegrip.com. Philip J. Reed uh, has he has a complete scans of one of the issues. Nice. So I'm probably going to scan all of the comics when I bust this open. Yeah, I'm just curious about that comic. Um, yeah. Just from what I've read of that one issue, it. I mean, it seems pretty involved considering it was just a Happy Meal comic. Yeah, and I mean they're not, you know, they're not short comics either. I mean, I I don't have I don't remember how many pages that one scan we saw was, but it was certainly longer than I thought. I would I thought it'd be like you know four or six pages. Yeah, but I'm flipping through the the version that uh, they had this that guy had online, and I was just like, when when is this going to end? <laughs> this this is actually a a, a lengthy comic. For a for a, a, a cheap freebie, so. Uh, but yeah, so there's there's four commandrons. Um, they all have this gimmick. They have one like a, one of those pullback motors in them, where you you know you pull the vehicle back and let it go, and it uh, drives forward for a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they all have those. So you can play with them like that in vehicle mode, and apparently when you put them into robot mode, you can still pull them back. Hmm. But um it looks like just uh from what I've heard, like they don't forward, like they actually like kind of wobble forward, so it looks like they're walking a little bit. Yeah, I didn't really mess with the motors. Yeah. I was afraid of breaking them. <laughs> Understandably, yeah. <laughs> but um but yeah, so these these guys uh they all share a wet wed. A wed white and blue. <laughs> They have a red, white, and blue color scheme uh, for all four of them. Um, you have the leader, who is Commander Magna. Uh, he uh, he is a uh, a jet. Uh, looks like the same type of jet as Leader One. Yes, I believe the so. Gobot, which is a you know I, I I talked about how I don't know cars. I I know military vehicles even less. F fifteen. I don't know. 
I don't know. I Let just me... like how uh, Commander Magna's head is just the, <laughs> the cockpit of the jet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The they, whole like, he... front of the jet. <laughs> yeah, the the front of the jet just kind of bends over on itself, and that's his face. Well, it's not even a face. It is it is literally just the cockpit uh, for his head. Uh, you know what? I'm looking at pictures of F-15s, and that sure looks like Leader One to me. So nailed it. I'm gonna say that uh that commander uh 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 magma here or magna turns into an f15 a very garish f15 uh whose body is white uh wings are red and has a blue cockpit very unpleasant color scheme <laughs> yeah but uh yeah it looks like to transform him you just kind of stand him up you you fold his wings back you stand him upright, you flip the cockpit down for his for his head, and then he has these little side panels under his wings that swing out, and he has these uh uh just claws he has like clamps for hands mm-hmm. so you got him um oh and I put um uh, uh yeah if you go to my Twitter at whimsical Phil, I took some pictures of these guys in their package uh so far. If you want to see what these guys look like, um, we have Motron, who is a race car. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not know what kind of race car it is, but it is the same kind of race car as uh, the Gobot Crasher, right? Yep. I mean that looks that looks like Crasher. I, yeah, I, again, it's, it's I, totally Crasher. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, uh, super simple. Uh, transformation you just stand the car up on end uh, his face is just right there underneath and you just uh flip the sides of the car up uh to turn into his arms although it looks like he has an elbow joint in there and he also has those uh kind of clamps for hands um we got uh what's this guy's name solar din uh solar din turns into a uh UFO. Just like kind of like a like a round disc shape. Mm-hmm. Uh kind of reminds me a little of the Gobot Pathfinder. Yeah, I can see yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of a kind of a an eighties looking UFO alien spaceship. Um and yeah again the transformation seems to be just stand the vehicle up on end and flip the sides out to become arms. Yeah. I and mean, they're all very simple. Yeah. Very simplistic, but you know, you end up with kind of cheesy looking, uh, kind of charming, uh, eighties robots. And the last of the commandrons is Velocitor who turns into, uh, what the package defines as a space shuttle. Although it is um, sure, <laughs> it's it's yeah, very much an alien spatial. It looks nothing at all like, uh, like our space shuttles uh, that we have with, from NASA. Uh, this is clearly a it's spaceship, uh, kind of a an arrowhead shaped uh, spaceship with uh, uh, the nose cone is chromed. It looks like. Yep. Well, I say it looks like it's a picture of a toy that I own. <laughs> so so the the, the nose cone is chromed. <laughs> so it doesn't just look that way. Um, the, the robot that this guy turns into is kind of weird looking. Uh, Cause I, I mean, again, you're just standing the uh, ship on end 
and flipping the nose cone out. Um, but instead of, you know, instead of his arms kind of being, uh, just down to the sides, like, like a, a, a humanoid would, would normally have them. Uh, this dude's arms are always kind of angled up in the air. He's always kind of raising the roof <laughs> and it's, it's like huh? a crab. You know, he does look because yeah, his, uh, the nose cone, uh, you know, splits in half. Uh, so the chrome, uh, nose cone becomes, uh, his you know, hands, quote unquote. But yeah, they just, uh, kind of split in half and it looks like, uh, like little pinchy crab claws. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he totally looks like, uh, he's totally looks zoid like birding, a... zoid birding all the time. <laughs> yes, he is. He's doing the little whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah. So there you go. Um, but yeah, so those are the, those are the commandrons. Just to give you an idea. I'm going to read you the biography of Velocitor. Because again, for the U.S. releases, man, McDonald's kind of went all out to give these guys characterization. You know, you have these DC comics and then the the back of the, the card uh, describes Velocitor. He's a jokester, a happy-go-lucky space shuttle who doesn't seem to have a care in the world. But watch out. When Velocitor goes into action, he means business. And his quick thinking and astounding strength have gotten the commandrons out of more than one jam. Hmm. And then, uh, then they have a plot to uh, that describes the mini comic that's included as well. Uh, listen to this. This is just again Velocitor's uh, mini comic. In a secret laboratory on the planet Havon, the commandrons are born. Oh, so this is their origin story. Uh, will their first contact with the world they are sworn to protect be successful? Or will an accident at the Zoodrome cause the futuristic city of Metroplex mm. to fall into darkness forever? Metroplex, uh, as Transformers fans will know, is the giant Autobot city. This is a Tomy toy, Takara Tomy Transformers. It's all coming together. Is this, are the Commandrons part of Transformers continuity? Well, they're on TF Wiki. Oh my gosh. This could be, yeah, Takara Tomy is the creators that they do the, they make the Japanese, uh, Transformer toys. And Tomy made these. I'm calling it. These guys are, this is a, these guys are, are Transformers. They're a subset of the Autobots. There you go. I'm now, calling it. Now, Transformers fans, you got to go out there and buy those command <laughs> <laughs> If you want some obscure Transformers. So they are a, a group. I'm, again, I'm calling them Transformers. The Commandrons are created on the planet Havon or Havon. They're sworn to protect uh, presumably Earth uh, because they're protecting the futuristic city of Metroplex, which is the Autobot city. These guys are Autobots, dude. I didn't even read this. How exciting is this? It's crazy. But I mean, look, between that uh, paragraph about Velocitor's personality and this paragraph summing up the plot of the mini-comic and then having this whole giant uh, uh, comic story, I don't know what McDonald's was thinking, but that's a lot of effort for four chintzy Happy Meal toys, man. To be fair, they were ninety nine cents with okay. on top of a regular Happy Meal. Okay, so they were okay. So you're paying a little extra, but I mean, what what's the like? Were they hoping to to spin this off into a cartoon or something? They must have been. 
Because, I mean, why would you... I mean, the the whole, like, DC Comics thing. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you commission, like, like an actual comic company, like DC, to, to make your, this, your Happy Meal toys, uh, uh, you know, give them a backstory, and then to go through the effort of, like, yeah, like the nice color packaging, hiring, a, a, you know, someone to write all this lore that you're putting on the back of the box and stuff... They had to have been hoping that the commandrons would would take off and turn into a thing. I can only guess. And that makes it doubly weird that neither of us had heard of them. Right. Exactly. So I don't know, man. I I think uh I think the commandrons need a, a their time to shine. I hope they uh I hope they're they, you know people kind of pick up on them and there's a little bit of nostalgia. I would, I would love, you know, we've talked about, uh, back when there was such a thing as BotCon and their exclusive toys, uh, and, you know, their, their repaints and stuff like that. And we were always talking about how great it would have been if they had done a, a, a year of BotCon toys that were all GoBot homages, mm-hmm. which man, what a, what a miss that they never did that. Yeah. That would have been really great. Yeah. But I would love to see, some uh some modern toys repainted into Commander Magna, Motron, Solar Din, and Velocitor. I was just thinking, uh that old secret mold, granted it's a really old mold, but yeah. you could just flip down the cockpit. Oh jeez, you're right. You got your Commander Magna right there. Holy cats, I didn't even think about that, but yeah. The way that mold's transformation works, you could totally just flip the head down, huh? And yeah, and it's and it's the right type of jet too, right? Yeah. So there's your there's your uh Commander Magna toy. Um you know, just just about any of the the race cars could be uh Motron. You know, give him a well geez, they did a a crasher, a Gobot Crasher homage using a Mirage mold. So get uh Get the Combiner Wars uh, Mirage toy. Paint it up like Motron. Boom. Uh, Solar Din, a very easy Cosmos repaint. Yeah. Yeah. Just do a white and red uh, Cosmos. And then um, Velocitor, the kind of arrowhead-shaped spaceship. I don't know who they could do for that. Just re-release the original toy. There you go. Perfect. Because it, it's got the crab walk, and it, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Maybe uh, maybe the, the Technobot uh, nose cone. Oh, yeah. I can see that. You know, with the, with the, the Japanese one with the giant drill. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a, a it retool. Makes, it makes more sense as a drill tank than a space shuttle. Yeah, I mean, because it, it, it kind of looks like a drill tank yeah. with the with the pointed uh, nose with that's chrome at the end. It looks like a, a drill tank. So, yeah, there, there's your Velocitor. Boom. And actually, oh, you know what they could do? Um, well, maybe uh, I don't. I don't think you could. No, you couldn't do the. Uh, I don't think you can. Maybe you could. Uh, if you wanted to use the um, the Combiner Wars uh, jet, 
You know how they made the Starscream Combiner Wars figure mm-hmm. using one of the Aerial Bot retools? Right. You could use that for uh, Commander Magna. And I'm wondering, can you? You might be able to flip the nose cone up over the Combiner Wars heads. Hmm. I don't remember. But anyway, I'm just thinking just to have the uh, Commandrons be able to combine would be pretty cool. So. But yeah, man, where's our where's our updated Commandrons? <laughs> But they, these are awesome. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm probably going to bust mine open. I'll take a bunch of pictures of them, throw them up on Twitter or something. But, uh, yeah, these are great. Yeah. So thank you for uh, alerting me to them. Yeah, you're welcome. Because, yeah, I I did not know these were a thing until you uh, you you uh, yeah, alerted me to their presence. And I'm glad you were able to get a set. Yeah, well, before they they blow up, because <laughs> the commandrons are going to be the next big thing. Clearly, of I think I, I think we're starting it right now. Yeah, and then once the comic gets out there, people start learning the lore, learning yeah, the characters. Exactly. But yeah, they um, uh, yeah, I'm looking at them online now. There's the the dude that we bought him from. He's charging thirty <laughs> thirty bucks for them. I love how it goes up five dollars with each set he sells. Um, but yeah, you know, you can get the, the, you know, this one guy's selling the whole set for 30 bucks, which is still, I think a good price. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, individually, it looks like people have, uh, the U S versions individually for like 12 bucks plus five bucks shipping. Yeah. You might as well get the set of four then. Yeah. The looks like the Canadian ones. I'm seeing Canadian ones in package, um, you know, for, well, they're actually pretty expensive, but um, but yeah, there's a lot of uh, just loose ones. People are selling them loose for like ten bucks shipped and stuff. Now these, it turns out that you have another option if you want to get the command drones. Um, I guess after they were released through McDonald's, like in which was in '85. Uh, apparently in 1986, Tommy released these in stores. Mm-hmm. The Super under the Alternators. Na- yeah, under the name Super Alternators. And, um, and, and there's a lot of those up on eBay as well. So, yeah, you can, uh, if you want the Commandrons, you have the, your, your choice of the Canadian ones, uh, the American ones. Which come with the comic, of course, or the uh, Super Alternators version, which was the retail release of them. Yeah, if you just want the, the toys just to play with, I mean, there's a lot of options. I really like the American ones because it comes with the comic. Yeah. So. Although I do like, uh, I have to admit, I like the Canadian uh, stickers more than the U.S. stickers. Hmm. Uh, mainly because... Uh, the U.S. ones, uh, the they all have a logo, and it's this kind of like stylized V. It looks kind of, you know, it looks kind of like a V. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of looks like the uh, valve valve. What is it? Valvoline? Yeah. Is that the motor oil? Yeah. I don't I don't know if it looks like the Valvoline logo, but when I look at it, I instantly think of Valvoline. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, and, and, you know, what does that V stand for? 
Uh, the Commandrons. Victory. <laughs> now, the Canadian ones, uh, the sticker they have, they have a, a it's a little oval shaped logo, uh, but there's a C in the middle. Which makes a lot more sense. Which, because they're the Commandrons. So why wouldn't they have a little a C in their logo? So I like the Canadian stickers better, but I think the, uh, the, the awesome comic books, uh, give the, uh, the edge to the, uh, to the U S versions of the toys. Mm-hmm. So I would agree, but yeah, if you uh, like obscure transforming robots from the eighties, the commandrons are pretty outstanding. Yeah. With a weird history to them. Mm-hmm. So, which makes them even more interesting. Yeah, but that that's all I got and is that all that's all you got too, right? That's all I got. Oh, I man. think that is a show. Uh, cool. If you'd like to reach us, you can do so on Twitter. We're at POA Podcast, Facebook.com slash points of articulation, or email POAPod at gmail.com. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or on Google Play Music, and we're also on Stitcher Radio. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening for like two hours. Jeez. <laughs> My goodness, a lot to talk about this week. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you later, folks. <laughs> <laughs>